Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Taniguzzi, and this is Calgary's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. Joining me today is Annabelle Mastalik, who is founder and principal of ADM Interiors in Calgary. Thanks, Annabelle, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Mario. Well, let me just start by asking you uh, just a little bit about ADM Interiors, what it is and what you do. Sure. Uh, So my company is an interior design firm here in Calgary, and we specialize in residential projects. And we um, focus on anything from renovations to new builds to decorating projects. Okay. And when did you start? I started my business in May of 2019, so two and a half years into business. Okay. And uh, just curious, what does ADM stand for? That's my name. So it's the initials of my name. <laughs> it's your middle name. <laughs> that actually goes off of my maiden name, which is de Guzman. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, super. Tell me a little bit about the, the history behind uh, setting up the company. Uh, like, wh- you know, what was, what's, your, what's your background and, and why did you want to set, uh, uh, go into this field, I guess? Yeah, so my background, you know, my first career started in the healthcare industry. So I um, nursed for quite a long time, 17 years before coming into the design business. And, um, you know, it started with my own renovation at home and we have renovated our entire home. And that was uh, probably about 10 years ago now. And then uh, we outgrew that home and built our, our home that we're currently in now. So that was kind of the impetus to look into this a little bit more. I always had this passion for interior design and um, really loved that process of building our home and thought, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore this more. So I went back to school while I was still nursing and um, loved it and ended up getting a a job with one of my interior design profs at the university. So that kind of started all of this. I got a job with her and um, it just turned out fantastic. I loved the experience, left nursing, um, worked with her for a little bit and then got some experience with another design firm and then went off on my own after that. So that's kind of the background, how I got started and how I fell into this. Curious, uh, what kind of nursing did you do? Oh, I did a whole gamut. <laughs> Started out in medicine and then uh, moved my way into surgery where the bulk of my, my profession was um, focused in. Uh, so that was in the operating room and then did the last five years of my nursing career in research with um, one of the neurosurgeons here in Calgary. So I, I'm curious about this. Like, uh, it, what uh, The nursing career, what do you think you learn from that career that is helping you in the current business? Well, you know, I think the principle of of how I do my business now with promoting health and preventing injury and illness has spilt over, you know, uh, it kind of gives more meaning to what I do now and that how I create my designs and how I design my spaces always has a focus on how is this impacting my clients' health? How is it um, going to optimize their health later down the road, say 10 or 15 years when maybe their lifestyle changes and um, their needs changes? Um, 
So there's a lot of, you know, team collaboration is another thing. So mm. um, in my nursing background, I collaborated with a lot of different disciplines, docs, occupational therapists, respiratory therapists. It was very collaborative. And um, in this industry where we're collaborating with contractors and builders and trades, you know, there's a lot of collaboration that happens there. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm kind of focusing this now on, I'd love to open the conversation up in the industry as far as, you know, how can we design homes better in today's environment so that they are serving our clients and homeowners well in yeah. the future? Let me ask you about the industry itself. Like, uh, you know, why is it uh, interior design? Why has that become more popular today? I, like, mm. I, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe, you know, 20 years ago, nobody really thought of, about this. You know, you, you had a home and that was the home. Right. <laughs> yeah. Why has that changed? Do you think uh, that? Well, I think it's especially in this last year with with COVID, um, yeah. everybody's home now more often. And my business in the last year in 2021 has been super busy. Um, you know, everybody is staying put. Um, so the investment that would have been, you know, put into travel, say, is now kind of in the home. Um, people don't want to buy, you know. Part of the reason for that also is the economy. And so why not renovate the home that you're already in and make it useful for you so that it lasts longer for you? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them, are, a lot of people obviously working from home, uh, their, yep. their offices are now uh, from home and, uh, you know, <laughs> they they come to the realization that, oh man, uh, you know, my home's not equipped to, or not set up properly to, to do this. And especially if, uh, yeah. This is the reality going forward for many people, right? Yeah, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that's kind of coming out as we're coming to end end here in 2021 is the adaptability factor in homes. You know, like you said, people are, are at home. There's also clients that have their parents moving in with them. So you're seeing multi-generational housing and needing to, you know, make space for parents that they're taking care of. Um, yeah, so you know, I have seen a lot of renovations in this past year with people wanting to expand, yeah. um, to make space for offices or to make space for incoming parents, um, just more people in the home. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. Talk a little bit about being an entrepreneur. What was the uh, what was the biggest challenge uh, that you faced in setting up your own business? Well, with a background in healthcare and all of a sudden coming into to business, you know, I think the biggest challenge there was the mindset shift that, you know, I came from a career of serving patients to now trying to figure out a business model while I'm serving clients yeah. from a business perspective and trying to navigate that world and what comes with all of that. So there was a lot of, um, you know, um, business coaching that happened in that time frame to kind of get my, my um, head wrapped around what does the business model look like and how is that going to carry me forward with the skill set that I have and the new skill set that I've gained. So. Yeah. When, uh, when you look at uh, being an entrepreneur, uh, uh, what are the kind of things that you, I you know, like about being an entrepreneur? What, you know, what are some of the uh, positives for you on that side of things? Well, definitely the flexibility. 
you know, it gives me some flexibility as opposed to, you know, again, I come from doing shift work where you're on from 7.30 to 3.30, whereas this, you know, I mean, it has its pros and cons. You're, you know, being a business owner, as we all know, you could be working all hours yeah. and there is no break, right? Um, which I found in the first year of business. Um, and now, you know, it, it's getting better. Um, but I can schedule, you know, when I want those projects to happen versus, you know, something that's continuous and, and I don't have control over that. So definitely more control, more flexibility, um, a little bit more freedom that way. So that kind of comes along with that. Now, when you were uh, setting things up uh, and even to, to this day, uh, uh, do you recall any specific uh, advice that you were given by anybody about being an entrepreneur that's helped you or anything you read uh, that's really helped you in this journey? Yeah, you know, and I've read quite a few books and, and one that stands out for me um, would be, it's called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Are you familiar with that author? Uh-huh. Yeah, so he's a fantastic author and he writes very much about, you know, getting rid of the distraction. And we all know in today's world with technology so readily available to us that you know, to really have some clarity in the direction that you want to go in your business. Yeah. Really focus in on that. And, you know, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You stay in your own lane, you know, have the end goal in mind and just, just stay in your lane, you know, and, and you, you are where you are because that's where you're meant to be at yeah. the time. Yeah. So. And when you look at uh, like being an entrepreneur, and I think it's for everybody, right? There's two elements of it, right? There's the, 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 the things that you do, right? Uh, you know, so you're an interior designer, but there's also the business side of things. How do you juggle both of them, right? Because yeah, you really do need to spend time in both, right? Uh, to be successful. Yeah, you know, there's that saying that it's for interior design that it's 80% of it is business and 20% of it is design, you know, yeah. and it is so true because in this world, you know, and when you go through school, you don't get taught that business stuff in interior design school. You don't, you kind of learn it as you go. And um, how do you marry the two? It's, it's just kind of learning as you go yeah. uh, and tweaking and refining your processes as you go along. Yeah. It's always a, yeah, an educational journey along the way, right? Then it is learn by experience, right? Yep. And having a mentor, you know, um, like I said, I had um, my interior design prof hired me on. And to this day, she is still a mentor for me so often, you know, and she's got years of experience behind her um, with her business that she's a great resource for me to go back to ask questions. And because of her experience, she guides me. So what do you do? Uh, you know, obviously, as we said, uh, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur takes a lot of time. Um, it could take 24 hours a day, the seven days a week, really, uh, for yeah. people. What do you do to uh, take a break from it? Uh, and how do you do that? Well, I've got two kids, two girls that are nine and 11. And so they keep me pretty busy outside of work. So they are really involved in sports. Um, my husband coaches their soccer team. And so I'm often driving them around to, to soccer. Um, so, you know, my kids keep me busy. We also get away to the mountains whenever we can. So we love to do outdoor stuff for hiking, biking, skiing, you name it. We're very outdoorsy people. Um, and that's a good kind of refresh, just kind of get away from things. Yeah. 
Where did, you know, uh, it's interesting you mentioned some of the activity stuff. Uh, you know, I was just having a conversation with another entrepreneur the other day, and, uh, you know, she talked a lot about going outdoors and uh, how uh, even like for walks uh, outside that ideas come come to her. Like, uh, where do your ideas come from? Definitely nature. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you do go out on a walk, and I actually do try to make a conscious effort if I if my time allows for it in the day is you know at lunchtime I will go out sorry for a walk just to kind of get some fresh air, um, and I'll see things um, whether it be like the texture or a pattern in something by the lake or you know um, something that I'm just seeing outside in the trees. It's inspiration for me. So I pick up on those colors, I pick up on those textures, and then I can translate that into something um, yeah. and create something. Yeah. So are you, are you from Calgary? Yes, born and raised. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not many of them around, are there? I know, I get that a lot. Uh, so you've uh, obviously seen uh, how the city has evolved uh, over yeah. the years. Uh you know, a million plus now, um, uh, uh, whatever it is, 1.2 million plus. Um, what is it about doing business in Calgary that you like? Is it, do you think it's any different than anywhere else? Well, I've never done business anywhere else or lived anywhere else. It's always been Calgary. So I guess it's kind of hard to compare that. But what yeah. I love about Calgary and the community here is that um our community in the design and build industry um you know we're a very tight-knit group and some of the groups that i belong to here some of the business design groups were very open in sharing ideas um and collaborating with one another you know um everybody's always talking about you know lessons that they've learned in their business and sharing that information so you know, it's great. And, and the people here like to do business here as far as um, my clients go. Um, it's it's good niche here. You know, they, they're, they're looking for um, unique stuff, you know? Um, you know, like I would say, like if I was comparing design in Toronto and Vancouver, Toronto is definitely more forward thinking that way. Um, Calgary catches up all the time, I find, with some of the stuff that happens more out east. But um calgary's open to change they like different stuff creative things yeah okay just going to backtrack a little bit uh i uh, want to go back to your uh, nursing career what what um was the appeal or attractions to get into that career initially um i loved sciences um when i finished high school um and my mom was a nurse so uh, you know, that also too kind of plays a role there. Um, so yeah, I went into nursing right after finished high school and, and got my degree at U of C. Was there anything else you were thinking of uh, to do as a career? Architecture, actually, oh, was really? one of them. Yep. I had always actually had that kind of in the back of my mind. And I guess because my mom was a nurse and I come from a family of nurses, that just kind of yeah. <laughs> a natural progression in my world. Okay, I'm going to ask you a couple yeah. of per personal questions. Uh, what's yeah. your favorite drink? Oh, Moscow Mule. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite food? <laughs> favorite food, sushi. Oh, okay. Uh, any yeah. kind? All of it. Oh, yeah. I love, I love all of sushi. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah. And Korean. I would have to say I love Korean food too. 
Oh yeah, those barbecue ribs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're like heaven. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about a movie? Like, what do you have a favorite movie? Oh, that's a tough one because I love movies. Um, you know, the Avengers movie, that last one, uh, End Game. I did like that movie. Okay, and uh, I know you mentioned a book in. Uh, earlier, but uh, do you have a favorite book? Well, I just finished reading um, Robin Sharma's The 5 a.m. Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a Canadian author, and I just finished it. It's fantastic. And actually, so for you, any, any business owner out there, do you get what's up at that? 5 a.m.? Do you? I do get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> I do get me up too. at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a game changer for me to be able to get up at 5 and Really? Um, eh? Yeah, I, I get my exercise in at 5 a.m. and um, do a little bit of you know, just short meditation before I start my day. And it just gets my day off the right start. You know, it's it's interesting you say that because years ago, I, I remember uh, I've always been a, an early riser, even though uh, my hours uh, in the media industry have like fluctuated up and down over the years. Right. Uh, but when I had settled into sort of regular hours, um, that was the same way. I was out 5 a.m. Uh, and I, I usually would go out for a walk. And I just, uh, it, <laughs> I have always found like how deathly quiet it is. At oh, that I time. love it. Yeah. Right. And and yeah. and uh, it, it, it was just wonderful for, for going out for walks. I don't do that now, but I still get up at five. And I find that period of time, I, again, like so peaceful and quiet. Um, I have to smarten up because I, uh, you know, what do you do immediately? I do is wake up, get on the phone or get on the computer, right? And uh, yeah. I have to kind of retrain my brain, I think, and 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 to uh, and into doing stuff like other stuff, like whether it's some exercise or whether it's a meditation or or, or some yeah. just quiet time. And uh, but uh, yeah, it is a it is an interesting period of time. Uh, it is, you know, my, my best mornings are, you know, now it's, it's a bit too dark to do that now, but in the summer, I love getting up at five and going for my run and the sun's just coming up. Nobody's out. It's yeah. quiet. It's the best part of my day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how, how, as I said, how still everything is like, and yeah. there's hardly anybody around. There's no, hardly any vehicles uh, driving, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's a, Perfect time. Uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So uh, what did you get out of that book? Like, like what? Balance, for sure. Balance, uh, you know, trying to balance out personal family life with business and how you can do that effectively and be productive and still feel like you're sane. <laughs> yeah, no, you I know? Do. Yeah. Oh, okay then. And uh, what about uh, vacation place? I have a favorite vacation spot. Mm. Well, we haven't been able to go to Hawaii because yeah. of COVID, um, but we do like to go to Maui. Um, but locally, we do go out to a place in BC, uh, a cabin just out in the mountains, just right before um, Fairmont. And yeah. we always go there every Christmas and we cross country ski there. Okay. So that's, yep. Favorite so place of ours for sure. Last question I have for you is if you were offering advice to entrepreneurs or would-be entrepreneurs, what would you say to them? I would say that, you know, no matter how hard it is at the beginning, stick with it. 
stick with it, get rid of the distractions, um, mm-hmm. write down on a piece of paper why you got into it. Why, what is the reason you got into business? Tuck that away somewhere. And on those days that you feel like everything's going to explode, pull it out yeah. and you know, ground yourself and bring yourself back to why you're doing this in the first place. Yeah. And you do that, it keeps you grounded and, and focused. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you, you say that because, you know, I, I don't know what the statistics are, I, you know, um, exactly. But I, I know having read over the over the years, the number of businesses that close in the first year or, what, or whatever. And, and it's usually because of that, right? It's that, yeah. you know, they find the challenge too daunting and they just they just give up too early. Right. And, uh, yeah. and you know, we all probably have heard tons of stories about how. Some people just persevered and uh, over that first hurdle or first challenge, and they're now like mega companies or whatever, right? Yeah. And if I could just add to that, that, you know, if you find something, so whatever that um, business journey might be, you know, you, you've got to really, really dig deep when you start to really figure out what that purpose is, because in those times where it seems hard, nothing can shake you because you've got a, a deep purpose for why you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's my two cents on it. But, you know, um, I, th- I think if something that you're really passionate about and something that's really meaningful to you, um, even when times are tough, you'll just persevere through it because it means, means a lot to you. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you very much, uh, Annabelle, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, super. That was Annabelle Mastalik, who is founder and principal of ADM Interiors. I'm Mario Tonaguzzi, and this has been Calgary's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us today.